Hey guys, welcome back to my Let's Talk Life podcast. It's me, Jalita, your host, and thank you for being here. Each and every single week, I try my best to post a new episode in this podcast. So I hope you enjoy this podcast, and I hope that you will be able to improve your lives while listening to this podcast. So again, thank you for being here. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are joining us, thank you for being here. It's a great pleasure to have you here. You are always welcome here. Please make this your home. And also um so today's episode is something special because why? Well, because we have a guest today. Yes, we have a guest. So today we are going to talk about mental health and toxic positivity. And also, since we have a guest, I want to officially introduce that guest to you. His name is Janit Tapana. He is also a mental health and a disability rights advocate. So please welcome him and let's get into today's topic without any further delays. Hey brother, uh, you can hear me, right? Yep. Okay. Loud. So, yeah. Okay. Sure. So, um, uh, first of all, thank you for being here on short notice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I mean, we 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 know each other for quite a long time, but then you know, within a short period of time, you just agreed to join here, and so thank you so much for doing that. I mean. I mean, I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time, and now I'm like glad to be. I mean, let's just see what how it goes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. Um, so, uh, to, before like before getting to the topic which we discussed as before, mental health and toxic positivity. So before mm-hmm. getting into that, uh, I would like to. like even though i know about you the listeners doesn't know so i would like to ask you to give you uh, like ask you to give me a like a small introduction about yourself and you know like what you do and what you study and you know what's your profession and things like that just a small introduction okay so for those who are going to listen and who are uh, the listeners here i am janak tittapana most commonly known as I mean, a lot of goes by a lot of nicknames, but I call myself the Rolling Panda on Wheels. <laughs> so that is because uh, I identify as a person with a physical disability, and my interests. So I'm a psychology undergraduate, currently awaiting to be graduated, but COVID happened, and you know things happen, and my. interest apart from the academics are singing uh, speaking with people and getting to know people 
and supporting people and currently i am a mental health advocate as well as a disability rights advocate so anything mental health or anything disability related i am more than happy to educate you all and you know speak with you all learn about your experiences and i'm a very fun loving person of sometimes course. can be sometimes yes. can be serious i mean you know <laughs> exactly so and speaking about you know our friendship we go back to since we were i mean i've known jalis lucifer i mean <laughs> lucifer yeah since great fun and we had our best memories in olivers yeah and now it's an ever growing and now this is starting to be come towards a more professional and the casual friendship and a brotherhood so to say exactly like every each and single day we are trying to change the world right we are trying to make this world a better place that's what you absolutely, are absolutely absolutely so anyways also at the same time i need to add that uh, you have been a quite an inspiration as well like i mean uh with your disability and the way things you do and the way you are not like most of the people if they're going through something like that they would just you know be like like oh i can't do this i'm not able to i'm not capable of doing this you know things like that but then you are kind of a person who will move forward push forward no matter what so you are quite quite an inspiration bro yeah i mean not so that's pretty much i mean my positivity i mean this that is what we are going to talk about exactly today, so. later on later on uh, yes. uh, later on i mean let's keep the listeners you know curious even yeah. though the topic is out there <laughs> yeah and you know how it how my positivity is really one of the key factors who which made me who i am mm-hmm. and which made me st- kind of hit, i mean coming coming to coming to realization a kind of reality check okay i might need to turn it down a bit yeah so yeah so let's talk about it and get to know me and let's get to see what unravels exactly. exactly so um so today's topic as we discussed before it is mental health and toxic positivities to get into the topic so um i want to start things off with a with a simple question simple in the sense it is simple but the 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 meaning is very very broad so uh now let's say now we around the world we have like let's say when we say mental illnesses there are so many types of mental illnesses right so we have yeah. depression we have anxiety we have ptsd we have adhd there's so much so many mental illnesses right so generally speaking uh, my question is are mm-hmm. mental illnesses treatable and if we, if if we are able to like let's say if i have a mental illness and if i get the right treatments mm-hmm. is it treatable and is it curable what's your idea on that so i should disclose that you know these are my opinions yeah and given the mental health field all things are subjective exactly so take whatever i say 
very lightly and i encourage you all to do your own research based on whatever i say and in my opinion mental health illnesses i mean mental illnesses so to say are treatable and manageable mm-hmm. i say manageable because there are mental illnesses that we have to live with okay and depending on the severity of a certain mental illness sometimes we might have to you know go into medication yeah and sometimes even a little bit of talk therapy you know psychotherapy yeah will do fine again i say this is, it is very subjective but i say for every disorder for every mental illness for every mental health issue there are ways to treat and ways to manage and i say manage because depending on the severity we can tone down the lev- symptoms yeah yeah so the level of symptoms will not impact you when you are having some medication yeah and there are some pe- people who are have who are having the same mental illness in a very mild way yeah so let's say there are neurotic conditions as well as psychotic conditions yeah so a little bit of technical terms here and there but psychotic means you are not in your reality yeah so for those kind of people those those kind of mental illnesses we need i mean in order to have a conversation like you and i ha- are having right now yeah we need to get the person into their senses so to say because they are not in their reality yeah they are not in the reality like you and i are yeah their their mind is very clouded right yeah so there we need to get some medications involved yeah so that the person is in a state to speak with a psychologist to understand what made the person go into this psychotic state yeah and so, yeah go yeah, ahead one one question like is mental illnesses are like you know uh like the cause for mental illnesses is it uh, d- does it depend on the genes or is it uh based on some past traumatic experience or what what is it just to clarify things okay so genes is one part yeah because there are i mean there's something called predisposing factors mm-hmm. we try we, we tend to study that what uh, well, that that is one little factor so that that's what makes a person vulnerable for a certain mental illness yeah so the person might be genetically vulnerable because it it might be something that you know the past generations had yeah it might some some sometimes you know it might it might come from the the parents so the genes pass it down yeah but that doesn't mean so if you say 
that this person is genetically highly vulnerable for this say let, let's just say depression yeah it doesn't mean that the person will even i mean will be diagnosed with depression yeah because there's the environmental side mm-hmm. the person that the environment the person is in yeah so in a field we call it the nature nurture debate we might have i mean from the we might get nurtured in a way that might the the way we get nurtured and the genetic side yeah so that's a nature yeah okay yeah so the way we get nurtured and the way we get natured the, the, the genetics we are you know born with we got yeah really influence okay just the so biology the social environment are the main two factors that will influence yeah the way we think yeah and the, the way we behave yeah. so trauma is also another factor yeah and subjectivity and it will depend on one person to another person okay so um now in regarding uh, going back to the 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 very first question in regarding uh, is like are mental illnesses curable and treatable now uh, within within shortly answered yes yes right so now and like uh within our society the teenagers mostly right now mm-hmm. because of the fact that we have uh the technology is very advanced and you can go to the web and search whatever you want so the teenagers most of the time they self diagnose themselves this is something that i've seen in the community that is very uh like a very problematic scenario where teenagers go to the web and then they search down what they feel and then they self diagnose themselves saying that i might have depression i might have anxiety i mean it is okay to get to know about what your sickness is right but then self diagnosing yourself and then uh at the same time not going for treatments is like a kind of a mismatch what do you think about it like what do you think about the self diagnosing part okay so the practice of you know googling the sim- the kind of things we have come yeah. from you know the practice of us having a physical illness exactly so when we when we have something you know let's say a cold we tend to google i have a cold yeah and then and, you know, and then I, yeah and then google then says that it spirals that. down to cancer yeah yeah exactly and then google says we have brain cancer <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly the thing is like in a physical i mean a physical a medical issue yeah that having a cold or a body pain or a you know heartache is one symptom yeah and it's good that you know you are trying to google your google the symptoms let's say for depression where if you google the yeah. depression symptoms yeah it might give you certain symptoms yeah and sometimes it might give you symptoms that you may not have yeah and i advise so i mean 
my thought my in my opinion is that if you are unable you are finding it unable to cope with some issue it can be a family issue it can be a certain loss it can be this i mean losses that too can be family it can be a pet it can be you know the most little thing that to me can be the most biggest thing to you yeah so if you are unable to cope and if you are finding it difficult to focus on your daily activities that give that gives a sign that you should seek help yeah because if you were able to cope with it you will be on top of the problem yeah and you will be dealing with it and getting it done and that's not to say <laughs> that if you are able to cope well that you are good enough and you don't have to seek help exactly because there might be some doubt mm-hmm. that's a should i do this should i not do that what will happen you know those thoughts you know going to a counselor going to a psychologist will help in you know unraveling that confusion in your mind yeah. you don't necessarily have to have a ment you know have a mental illness or you know have the inability to cope to go to a counselor or a psychologist yeah if you are in doubt and if you are in like you know if you are worried if you are having the if you are not, if you are not having a physical illness and it is not i mean whatever you are feeling is not you know justified by having a physical illness more often it it is something to do with your psychological well being so there are the psychologist a counselor basically a mental health professional is there to help you in that way like mm-hmm. we have other medical professionals for other um, you know fields yeah so uh now so the best way the most effective way to like find treatments for mental illnesses is is to ask guidance seek guidance from a mental health professional right yeah mm-hmm. simply put if you're having if you're fine if you're having a heart attack yeah. you don't self, you don't self diagnose <laughs> saying i'm having a heart i mean i'm having a heart attack you yeah. need to go to a cardiologist or you know a person very well versed you go to you go to a doctor who's a cardiologist i mean yeah. i'm sure I'm sure that i'm getting the field right yeah yeah exactly so just like that yeah make sure that you are not having a certain illness that which is psychological you consult a psychologist yeah. or a, you know base in the basic sense a counseling psychologist yeah i should make i mean i should you know give out some you know psychoeducation so to say a yeah. counseling so counseling psychologists and clinical psychologists do more often the same thing but they deal with uh various issues which are very different so mm-hmm. 
so for council so councillors so in single if i may say in say it in single yeah so upadeshana so upadeshana manovidya so that's yeah. counseling psychology they deal with the day to day struggles and when we are unable to cope mostly yeah, yeah. and the clinical psychologists which is sainika manovidya they deal with mental illnesses mostly yeah not to say that they are not having any overlap because i myself am not in the field yet so yeah. the professionals will have more experience on that yeah so even even to get to know that you can consult a psychologist if you are very confused about whom to contact yeah whom to reach out to mm-hmm. they will let you know okay so um i feel like i'm back in school though <laughs> so uh, i think uh, we were able to like clearly elaborate that question and give the answers very perfectly so thank you for that and also uh, moving on to the next question now since we are we, you and you and i are both living in sri lanka right yeah um in your opinion is mental health stigma still a persisting issue issue in sri lankan culture what do you think yes because i mean stigma is what keeps people from reaching out help and stigma is basically negate negating your i mean one's experience yeah because doesn't matter if you are not having if you are not having that issue it doesn't mean that the problem is non non-existent yeah so stigma in sri lanka i mean what i've seen is you know the youth is i mean the youth and now a little bit of thanks to the youth yeah <laughs> uh, the previous generation is also getting the idea that mental illness is a serious thing yeah mental health issues is a serious uh, it's a serious thing yeah so stigma will persist and it's up to us as individuals yeah to understand that that stigma will be there and stigma will try to keep you away from reaching out to help exactly But think on your own think on your own and if you are unable to think on your own try to reach out to some friend that you maybe it's a family member maybe it's a friend try to reach out to a person you trust and they and they will help you to reach out to help yeah. because the more you reach out to help the more it will help you as well as it will help you to overcome your own i mean help not overcome deal with your own demons yeah and it it will help another persons to say that you know like you you know kind of said that you know i'm inspiration to you yeah so seeing someone deal with their own problems will help another person to tackle their own problems exactly so the, the more you seek help for mental health issues another person will go the same pathway 
being inspired by you yeah and yeah like to add and it's to george yeah so one to more add, to add a little bit to that yeah. um like at the same time like this is not this is not like mandatory that this is not you should do it it's like Ooh. if you can no no i mean if you can if you can share it with the world as well like you know like openly talk about it that would help so many people as well right absolutely i mean having a mental health i mean mental health issue is a real struggle yeah and you don't have to fit to another person's timeline of you know recovery yeah everyone has their own timeline as as they have their own life so yeah. take it in your own time but don't give up and if you feel like giving up talk to another person and say that you feel like giving up and that comes to my the other point the the reply that person will give will depend on the person who reached out to help to be more reserved and to go further back or be encouraged to reach out to help so what do you say when a person is telling i feel like you know down i feel like giving up i i feel worthless yeah if you say cheer up so look at look at the bright side you know you have a lot of things to look out for yeah a person having a mental health issue would feel here i am struggling with this pain but this person is telling me to cheer up but i am unable to do so i am unable yeah. to cope yeah so how am i to see the bright side yeah. that person is you know in a muggy their mind is in very muddy state and yeah. the person who is outside who is in the in a very clear state is yeah. going to stay say that you know cheer up and that yeah. is toxic positivity Mm. exactly like most of the time now like if you take a sri lankan family sri lankan cultural family now if you like when a youth openly talks about like they are suffering from uh, this kind of thing and they need help like, like if they reach out for help within their family most of the time the previous generation you know like they would probably say most of the time they would say it's all in your head cheer up you have all of these things what makes you like this what, why are you sad oh. like they don't understand this is not sadness right this is something else this is a sickness this is illness and it is treatable but then yeah. they need to seek guidance right yeah you you highlight a very important point because yeah mostly mostly the previous generation of our parents yeah had their own norms had their own understandings had their own way of coping yeah so that's what they know best yeah what they know best will be encouraged to be taken up by us yeah so it's not to i mean we can't say that they are at fault but compared to our situation of our knowledge they have very you know an understanding that should be corrected yeah i mean we should not always 
put the blame on the previous generation yes that comes from their understanding exactly so it's our job as you know their maybe their cousins maybe you know ne- nephews nieces you know kids it's yeah. up to us to let them know okay mother father this is the issue here yeah and the way you cope is not helping me yeah so i have to find a different way to cope so yeah. in order to do that i have to consult this doctor yeah and that you know that culture of share up and you know look at the bright side it's the way most of the previous generations may have coped yeah and they understood to bottle their feelings yeah and they they grew up they grew up and in their own mindset they are doing well yeah but they may have brought up certain habits that is that that is very harmful to them but that is you might be experiencing it with your own parents mm-hmm. so you know in this extra knowledge that the your parents may not have had it's up to you to educate them yeah and help them yeah they might not be open but you can always support them yeah support them to cope sub yeah in a very subtle manner because your family support matters a lot in mental health recovery yeah you that is true that is true but not always because certain issues come from your family so your support might not be from your family something else it can be yeah. your hobby it can be your something else so yeah that is why i am going back to say it's very subjective try to find out what protects you that can yeah. be your getaway exactly and what so what protects you will not protect the other person so it's not all it's not at all good to say you know cheer up or hey i did this thing why don't you try that exactly but yeah you know you can say uh i've tried this it might help you what do you think about trying this yeah so you give the cho- you give the choice to that person yeah so this is i mean this kind of things are not you know very you know that can that is done in therapeutic setting but more often you know it's a way we speak and yeah looking at the bright side should be a goal of but should not be the first thing you see i'm not yeah. saying that because easily put the person having this burden is having a lot of emotional burden yeah so that emotional burden should be shared yeah in in share in you know allowing that to happen you will get to know the situation you will get yeah. to know what what helps them what is the problem basically and it might be completely different to your situation so 
in having that discussion in having that you know friendly discussion you will get to know what helps them and at mm. that point he he or she might not realize it mm. so letting them unburden letting them talk it out and then going back to say uh what do you think about trying this it's always giving them the giving them the choice of trying it out yeah and if they are not up to do it we shall not push yeah so it's about not saying cheer up from the get go yeah I, but it shall be something later on that can be said after that emotional baggage and the emotional burden is shared and as the person receiving if you are not ready to receive them yeah direct them to resources it's completely all right because burnout is a very serious thing so people go through that burnout when you know emotional burden is put on and you know professionals go through that and they take some time to mm. come back yeah because regardless of your age gender your sexual orientation your ethnicity if you are human you are vulnerable to you know feeling down yeah because we are human and we cannot always be positive yeah exactly that brings i mean that brings up to um, i mean the next part of our conversation maybe exactly um so also at the same time uh like i mean like you clearly explained this so i mean you even touched this part as well but then let's talk about this in very point form mm-hmm. like so like as individuals like regarding the uh, stigma surrounding mental health as individual as individuals what can we do to break the stigma in these mental illnesses surrounding mental illnesses so what can we do individually individually if you are struggling to do a task speak out seek help yeah. mm-hmm. you might be you might have experience that you know sharing them will give you a negative response yeah that will i mean that would have made you to bottle up and you know keep it keep everything to yourself and you know manage it on your own yeah but to what extent and how long will you bottle up and the more i mean this is this is not me saying this is basically shown in research yeah the more we suppress our emotions the more it will affect you in the long run as it does mm-hmm. and not as it does i mean you i mean the children if they experience trauma this is something very different now in their formative years in when they are you know very little yeah that impacts how they act in their adulthood yeah and if if they are told 
boys don't cry and if they are told don't cry just wipe it off and get up yeah if you tell it you know over and over they will learn it yeah and that will i mean that that boy will grow up to be a person who has suppressed their emotions who has not expressed them yeah and they will find it difficult to identify others emotions and this is more often than not experiencing abuse i mean abusive relationships yeah so toxicity it can be in the positive i mean the toxic positivity where you mm. negate others experiences and yeah. it can be something like you know don't cry you are yeah. you are negating someone's emotions yeah you are telling them not to cry but as humans we all cry i cry I'm, exactly i mean i i i cry a lot so exactly let them express and if they don't want to cry that's also okay but it should not be something that was you know influenced you, you know, by the society by the society yeah you have so coping should be adaptive not maladaptive so if if uh, if you know if you are struggling and if you go to smoke or if you yeah. go to drinking yeah over time that's maladaptive yeah so you have to find healthy ways of hmm and your mental health anything else but any questions that i mean i, I feel like you are having a lot of questions yeah exactly um so um so we were talking about the stigma surrounding mental health yeah so uh, okay i right? go i so, go back to that you know i so i got kind of the day you know excited with this topic of mental health so i tried to yeah. cram up a lot of information here so sorry about that you know we'll have uh, we'll have no, a couple no, of more fine. sessions and if others are also interested you know let's have a conversation so exactly stigma mainly has to do as an individual speak out and if your friend yeah. is seemingly off so if that you know if your friend is like doing something with which he or she hasn't done in their recent you know behaviors in the way they behave yeah just reach out and ask machang what's happening or you know yeah you know mukada venne nari avulakind so reach yeah. out and if you are struggling reach out and this this is something i do so yeah have a thought diary you know have an event diary you know journal yeah. mm-hmm. might not work for yeah. people who are not into writing so it can be it can be your music it can yeah. be you know turn turning your pain into songs so find your outlet yeah. of coping and make sure that it's not harming yourself so that you know just like you know gambling may be you know 
addictions maybe drinking you know all that make sure that it's not harming you yeah find your outlet and the stigma as an individual is in my opinion is solely dependent not solely you know is vital in the fact that we say that we are not okay it's okay to say that you are not okay because yeah as as any illness if you are vulnerable to a mental health issue that's if you are the lucky few who are not you might not have you you might not develop a mental illness but you will definitely go through a depressive mood you know you will be sad yeah. you will be frustrated you will be angry yeah. and mm-hmm. you will feel all those emotions because we are human and if you if you mm. find it you know difficult to manage those emotions then that's a, that's an issue that should be dealt with should be mm. open if if you are finding it difficult reach out there's no harm because we yeah. i mean the professionals are there to help and always question always you know don't you know accept whatever they also tell always question why am i doing this you know why am i doing this sort of mm. therapy why am i taking this medication we do i mean when it comes to medication we do that for physical illness but but mm, yeah more often we don't question and you know you know couple of experiences you know from what i've learned is that you know the doctor told me to take this but i i don't know why so yeah. always question yeah, that is right. why am i taking this how is it going to help yeah. me and how long should i take it yeah that is in terms of medication in terms of therapy you know how how the, how is this thought diary going to help me how is this you know being exposed to this some things that i fear will help me you know be yeah. curious because you as the client has the right and yeah. in asking that in clarifying that the psychologist and the mental health professional will help you to understand this is why you are doing it and this is why you are asked to do it and if and this is how it is going to yeah. benefit you in the long run so mental yeah. health support is not a you know one day remedy it it takes time yeah. and and that is why i say it's something that can be managed if you have the willingness to do it and if you accept the fact that you are struggling and that you in fact mm. need help because the client's willingness and the client's motivation to be in treatment is also another factor that is most 
extremely important in this journey. Exactly. So I think um, we were able to like explain this and we were able to discuss about this in a very broad manner. And up to now, what we have done is we we looked into this mental health topic in a in a third yeah. person view, right? So right yeah. now, like let's 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 get let's get a little bit personal, all right? So um, I want you to share your experience with mental illnesses, mental struggles. And what you went through and how you overcame it. Like, you don't have to go into details, right? You just have to share your experience and how it was and what you felt and how you were able to overcome it. Because this, I'm pretty sure this might help our listeners as well at the same time. So, would you mind sharing yeah, your sure. experience? I mean, I'm, I'm more open to discuss about my problems than my accomplishments. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, to disclose, I I haven't had any experience of you know, being diagnosed with a mental illness. But I mm-hmm. had my fair share of struggles. Mm-hmm. And I've reached out. Not to the level of, uh, yeah. you know, a psychologist. Because I've... Yeah. I should disclose because I've been telling that, you know, reach out to psychologists, but I haven't done that, you know, kind of contradicting. That is because (laughs) I have had, you know, family support. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know that I've had, you know, marvelous group of friends who has helped me. So my struggles has basically been you know, dealing with bullying and, you know, stigma around my physical disability. Mm -hmm. And when I was little, you know, I walked like a penguin. So, yeah, now, you know, people who came across my picture might see that I'm, you know, using a wheelchair. You know, what happened? And to answer that, that is because it is convenient to me. So when I was little, you know, my weight was not that much and I was okay to walk on my own with a little, you know, Mm. like a penguin walk, I walked. And when I was walking, a lot of people asked why I'm walking like that. And from my parents, they asked, you know, uh, what happened to him? Uh, so a lot yeah. of that in my little days did not affect me because mm. I was so much motivated to learn. I was so much, you know, optimistic to learn and, you know, be engaged and, you know, did not give a care about, you know, with how I'm walking, how, you know, what's happening and you know all that mm. I did not care and I was very optimistic you know I climbed stairs mm. and I did all the possible things that is there to do even bunk classes and mm. I was doing very well I mean 
I didn't have any problems. I didn't, you know. But the thing is, when I was growing up, I realized that, you know, in my mind, I was, I had this thought that uh, everything needs to be done in a very positive manner. Everything has a solution. Yes. Toxic positivity. Yes. And that when I, so when I had to choose the, I mean, choose that, you know, I need to use a wheelchair to move, you know, to gain my mobility. I was open. Mm -hmm. I was open to do that. But then again, a different yeah. way of people judging me came about. And now my mindset of, you know, tr- trying to think, you know, I have to find a way to climb the stairs. I have to find, yeah. I mean, I was more often solution oriented. And, you know, before I came into this field, I was this toxic. I mean, I made the mistake of, you know, telling people to cheer up. Hey, look at this, you know, solution. You know, you can do this, you can do that. I was, I was the toxic positive. Yeah. You know, I practiced that. <laughs> so I know what I, what I experienced. Yeah. And certain yeah. problems, you know, m- more recently, 2018, and, you know, I faced some issues. I realized, you know, mm-hmm. it's okay to let things by. You know, sometimes you can't be yeah. positive and if I may talk about, you know, toxic positive in terms of the disability perspective, people say you have overcome this, you have overcome that in spite of having a disability. But I tell to Mm -hmm. them, no amount of, you know, okay, and they tell that, you know, I should be, you know, positive, that everything will happen, you know, very (laughs) well. But the thing is, no amount of yeah. smiling and you know being positive will uh, turn those stairs into ramps. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly. The, yeah. What I want to highlight mainly is that there is the problem. You can be optimistic, but yeah. the, you can be yeah. optimistic in you know your attitude to face the problem. But. Hmm you have to address the root cause of the problem. If you don't address the problem, yeah. you will be positive and when you come back, the problem will is still persisting. And that is the same thing yeah. with mental health. You know, no amount of being cheered up, yeah. trying to, tell you, you know, person telling to cheer up will get the, I mean, the root cause away, you know. In them, let's let's talk about a little bit of abuse. This might be sensitive, so some people might you know stop here. You can stop here. So mm-hmm. in terms of abuse, when they say, "Be glad that you are alive," and the thing yeah. is, telling that over and over again, the victim will you know, justify whatever that other person is doing. So Exactly. Be optimistic about 
your your ability to address the problem and in, in the case of abuse you know so much of intervention has happened and even so that person is abusing you don't be optimistic about that person's ability to change be optimistic about your ability mm. to change your circumstance yeah be optimistic in that regards and i should yeah. say you know having that toxic level of positivity in my little days might have you know some way yes. or another you know protected me from you know being resilient and all that over time what yeah. i have realized is you know you don't have to be positive all the time or it is mm. not possible at all i yeah. mean the struggles the so yeah be open to your emotions accept the fact that you have various emotions accept the fact that you can struggle accept the fact that you don't know everything accept the fact that mm. you having a mental health issue a mental illness is completely normal like having a physical illness seek seek support yeah seek your whatever that you need to do to manage it because people manage it and people go yeah. into employment go into relationships and manage it well and managing and answering it at the very start at the most i mean as quickly as possible will help you in your journey yeah i mean now uh also like uh as i, I can remember mm-hmm. like back in the day when we were in school like most of the, most of the time we were sticking by your side like you know taking you yeah. here and there in your wheelchair you know like yeah. they were memories dude all right so we were always trying to cheer you up like you know be with you like make you feel like you're yeah, one yeah. of us like you were one of us like we we wanted you to feel like yes you're not yeah i mean different you know so, so i didn't feel different at all and you know yeah. uh, the, the the issue i mean there wasn't any issue with the way you know how my school life went because i was also reasonably accommodated yeah. with the help of you know support from yeah. the staff and everyone the issue yeah. is that you know i also didn't realize you know i have to address the problems that makes it impossible for people who are maybe using wheelchairs maybe you know using crutches maybe who are you know visually impaired because if you don't yeah. address the problem then that makes it impossible for people to lead because i had support there are people who don't have support mm. so we exactly. need to make sure that we make it accessible we need to make sure that every, yeah 
that everything should be in all three languages and you know that mm. that you know the materials are out there which is out there should be made maybe in audio format and you know this is talking about the disability side you know <laughs> there's a there's kind of the disability and mental health issue is another thing which can be done on a later date if you are interested yeah, yeah exactly so we should we should having that support kind of you know as i as much as i'm grateful i kind of realized that you know having that you know safeguarded my you know self self esteem but you know it kind of took me away from having to find my own solutions that independence yeah comes from having you know the accessibility so mm. while i was safeguarded from all that you know bullying and you know all that you know that comments the awareness the people not having awareness really bothered me and i i kind of asked you know yeah when i was a little i i always question why why are these people asking you know i always doubted myself you know, but yeah this facade of being positive was my coping and that came yeah. into such you know such a level of a habit i was not addressing the fact that i was having doubts i was having you know self esteem issues you know how will i do this how you know how will i do this on my own so mm. that kind that kind of questions can't be answered and that kind of support should come from a person who is a counselor or a psychologist or you know yeah. some someone of mm. a medical profession because you know i deal with a medical issue now i am yeah. much more aware of what i need to do what you know so that's why i combine my mental health advocacy as well as my disability rights advocacy because yeah. you know, having you know this goes for people who are having an acquired disability their life changes completely and they go into a very depressive state they have to find their meaning back again and having a mental health issue mm. a mental illness being diagnosed they have to find new ways to do things they have this little you know things yeah. that you have to do differently in order to make your life more convenient mental illness changes you Men- yeah. that's another aspect that you need to be in control of but not the other way around same with disability yeah. your disability should not control you you should control mm-hmm. the way you deal with your disability be knowledgeable yeah. read more read and verify those with a professional that's the main thing everything you learn i'm not saying don't learn but then verify yeah. with that with a professional that you have done that is it good for me but don't self diagnose yeah. for any illness 
especially mental illness yeah so like since since you are talking about that i want to i want you to address this as well like uh like if you can give a little advice for someone who's suffering with mental illnesses now let's say at this moment you met someone who is struggling with depression or anxiety okay, okay? generally speaking so what kind of advice would you give to that person and or or, or let's take the scenario where a certain yeah. person is approaching you and saying that my friend is going through this and she or he has mm-hmm. uh, suicidal thoughts as well what can i do to help this person so what would you what would be your advice be like in a like not like in a very short manner like in a very okay. elaborate manner so, what do you think the scenario the, the scenario being a friend a friend is reaching out to me and that another person is you know having these suicidal thoughts so with my practice yeah. i would gen- i mean i will have it back in my mind that you know sometimes more often than not that uh, the person having suicidal thought is the person reaching out in the first place so i will yeah. have that back in my mind and i will tell yeah. to talk with the person maybe it will not happen if mm-hmm. it is the same person but i will give them yeah. enough resources because i am also not a practicing psychologist so it is not my job to yeah. you know give them you know you know suicide risk assessment and all that you know that's not my job yet yeah so what i would do is yeah so tell the person be with them and give them you know the crisis helplines you know sumitra and all those you know ccc 1343 all those are there yeah to help you so i will give out all yeah. the possible resources that the other person can you know share with that you know that friend and i will also tell mm-hmm. you know try to understand what's happening you know try to get the person to share what's happening and don't mm. you know negate you know don't say cheer up you know don't say all that how can i help you i am here to listen yeah i am here to support you and guide you i mean help you through this and in the meantime here are some yeah. resources that might help that will help you to reach out and get some support but always remember yeah. i am there to listen to you and asking some questions like you know what can i help you with i mean at this moment and if they have i mean if they have yeah. told that you know they are having suicidal thoughts it's a good practice yeah to ask you know ha- have you you know thought of ways of doing this ways of you know you know maybe maybe yeah. they have thought about that maybe it's a very impulsive thought because you know people having suicidal thoughts are very much emotionally burdened so if you get that person to talk yeah. it will help the person because more often than not they are emotionally burdened yeah. and the only way they see is the you know having that you know it's worthless i have and if they are having suicidal thoughts and if they have thought about it 
it's best mm-hmm. not to say i mean i'm not advising it's best that you contact with their consent the a crisis line because they they yeah. are also very much helpful in that regards so yeah and with that person's consent you know do certain things that gathers some support around that per- the, your friend yeah always with their consent because you have to keep them informed and support them in yeah. a very non judgmental manner if they if they want you to you know get some groceries do that if they want you to yeah you know feed them do that you know if they want to maybe you know sit together that's it you don't have to they tell you to sit do that mm. because doing those little things and will reassure that person you know you are there yeah. and eventually that person will open up and you will figure out figure out the reason behind you know that person to have suicidal thoughts yeah and if they have thought of ways of doing it you know try to maybe encourage them to see whether you can notice the whether the method is freely available to that person Mm. if that's so you know try to be with them not to invade their you know that's why i say be very non judgmental be of support to them that's the yeah. and listen to them don't re- don't reply and don't say ayyo mukadda don't say those things Mm. say things like that must be difficult to you that must be where i mean what you said is i mean i can't imagine you going through this it must be very frustrating mm. it must be very difficult to you those kind of things yeah be, be very caring be very caring right those kind of things anyone can say mm. the way you speak to a person yeah. who is struggling matters a lot be aware be aware about your language yeah mm i think that is very good advice um because like most of the time even 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 from my experience doing mental health advocacy like so many people reached out to me saying like their friend is going through something like this how can i help so like multiple times i came to you as well to get the advice and help them right yeah i mean i hope you can remember yeah i didn't think you'd you know include that here but i didn't think you'd uh, you know mention that here but okay you know like i mean exactly because like even 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 i'm not i'm not like i'm not i'm not studying yeah. in this regard like like you are doing so whatever the advocacy i do is based on my own experience like i want to help people i want to be there for them so whenever i feel like i'm not experienced in some 
situations what i do is i talk to someone who is more expert than me so that is why sometimes i come to you and then get the advice from you and then help them because that is like like we all learn each and every single yeah, day yeah. that's how we improve ourselves right and so looking at our script for today and looking at our agenda for today i think we have been able to cover most of the stuff like 100% we have been able to cover it up and then you did a really good explanation in regarding all these questions and answering them and also at the same time the advices you gave in regarding mental health and how to uh get the treatments and how to reach out and how you can help another person is very informative and i think this is going to help so many people out there so um we have i mean to be honest we have reached a one hour of yeah uh record session in this podcast uh so it is it is it's been a great pleasure and it is it was very informative and thank I mean, you thank so much for doing this it has been my pleasure to be here and you know and yeah, as i always you. say you know i'm also learning like you say i'm also learning and if i have said something that can be you know rectified do reach out to me and yeah. you know exactly. you know educate me you know this thing can be said in this way and whatever i say yeah can be right and that can be something that can be applicable to another person and that something might not so we are open yeah. to learning we are open because to learning right we learn yes and then we learn and we then we unlearn and then we relearn that's how why you know i go through my life yeah. and mm-hmm. thank you for having me and it has been a very you know interesting session and thank you for the questions you know the little bit of you know exactly. questions in between also help to you know build up this conversation and and if exactly. i you know if i have gone the the limit of this but you know a usual podcast limit i'll try to work on that you know that's something yeah. i learned and no 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 that's fine like i mean the more we talk about yeah, the more I mean, it will help people thank, right thank you for you know giving me the giving my first experience in a podcast i should say that so thank you thank oh, you for that you're welcome and yeah. looking forward to you know anything and you know if somebody else is you know having some questions that they want to answer i will help as a friend and yeah yeah help in whatever way given that i'm always say given that i'm also in a good state because that's very important take care of yourself exactly. before you help another person because if you are clouded that yeah. person will because as we practice in our field we do not intend to yeah. harm another person that then they are right in so we shall not harm another person that's something to close yeah. on yeah thank you no, so no, much jani thank you for joining and let's do another let's do another yeah, session let, as soon as possible see. until oh, that no yeah no, so hopefully hopefully hope right? in that you know 
your podcast will not close after this you know sir Oh, <laughs> no, 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 that, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that won't happen, being, that won't happen, because this is, a, yeah, yeah, this is something I really wanted to yeah, focus being on, up, that's why you know, being realistic, be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. So, anyways, thank you so much. You too, brother, and a, day, a very good, good morning and a good night to you. Exactly. Good morning and At good this night. time, good morning and good night. <laughs> Bye. Okay, see you. Bye. So, that's it for today's episode Mental Health and Toxic Positivity. I also want to take this time to thank Janiti Tapana for joining this episode and giving his best explanation and answering his best for the questions that I asked at the same time trying his best to give you guys an elaborative view in mental health and what is toxic positivity so thank you Janiti for joining thank you for doing this and also at the same time I hope that this episode will be able to help at least one person who is going to listen this episode because at the end of the day doing this podcast means that i want to make sure that i can help another person to survive to get better to move forward in life so that's why this podcast this podcast is done so i hope this episode will be able to improve someone's life and at the same time help someone to move forward and other than that um to all my listeners thank you so much for the continuous support it is all because of you that i'm doing this and without you i don't know what i will do so thank you so much for doing this thank you for thank you so much for continuous support and yeah i hope uh, you will enjoy this episode and i hope you will be able to at least learn something so yeah until next time peace